Have you ever been followed home by a ghost? How about doorways? Those ever give you the creeps? Ever get harassed by a creepy old woman? Did you like Lindsay Lohan's first debut album? Well, we're gathering around the imaginary campfire today and telling chilling first-hand experiences on this episode of I'm Scared, But I Like It. as ever <laughs> it's never gonna change just accept it we're just gonna get more awkward every episode hi welcome back and welcome to new listeners um today's episode's gonna be a little different usually we like to deeply analyze and discuss topics of all sorts but today we're gonna do something a little different we're gonna read haunted experiences so we're leaning more towards like the quote-unquote real experiences like Stories that people have told us or stories that we found on like Reddit or something that just seems like a more personal experience rather than like fiction. So we hope that you enjoy. We grab some warm drinks. So we're trying to make it like ghost stories around the campfire kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. So Julianne, what warm drink do you have today? Uh, well, I have a weird um, mushroom chai latte thing. It's just like Ooh. fucking like powdered up mushrooms that are going to make me live forever and also make me a genius and then also like cardamom or whatever is in chai and it's just <laughs> it's just it doesn't really even dissolve i'm just kind of drinking powder that has water next to it and around it so that's my warm sounds drink. delicious yeah it's really okay it is really fine <laughs> wow and i'm i'm wearing a cozy sweater that i made myself you made that? I made this fluffy and warm. And honestly, it's kind of too warm. And I'm probably going to have to take it off at some point because I'm overheating a little bit <laughs> just for the vibes. <laughs> just for the vibes. Um, I'm also overheating. I'm wearing a red sweater, but not really. It's a long sleeve red thing. I have a really cute little mug that looks like it was carved out of tree. It is what? cute. Out of wood, <laughs> out of tree. <laughs> it looks like someone pulled it out of a tree and then made it all fancy. And I'm drinking very diluted hot cocoa with a little bit of fancy vanilla. And some like weird filmy milk, right? Oh, yeah, because I microwaved it because I was like milk. running late. And then a film formed over my hot chocolate and ended up on my mouth right before <laughs> I thought, we. I thought I was going to vomit. Um, started to record. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I'm not thinking about that anymore. No, we're not gonna. Totally. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I, uh, it's it lives in my subconscious now, and <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay again. <laughs> um, if that milk foam is the scariest thing about this episode, so be it. Um, oh, oh, it won't be. <laughs> oh, it won't be. Just hang on to your little booties. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I said little booties. I'm sorry. (laughs) Big booties. Your booty. Okay. Enough. I'm going to stop saying booty and we're going to get into this. All right. But before we do, any haunted updates as usual? And, you know, as per usual, I don't really have any haunted updates. Um, I am 
rewatching Twin Peaks, which is a little spooky, a little spooky, a little weird. And I wanted to share that I discovered that the actor who plays Hawk in Twin Peaks, he is what, he's like 71 now, probably. And he has an Instagram where he just posts really normal stuff. And it's just like pictures of his cats, Carlos and Molly. And the captions just say things like cat in a box. And it's just very wholesome and delightful. Um, Yep. If you want to follow Hawk on or from Twin Peaks, I highly recommend it. I'll put his username in the description (laughs) if you want to check out his cats. He loves them a lot. Wait, I need to look this up. I watched Twin Peaks, but I can't remember who that is. Twin. He's the Native American uh, deputy, I think. Oh, okay, okay, hold on. His name is something Horse. I don't remember what his first name is. I remember Michael Horse. Michael Horse, yeah. It's just so wholesome. And he, like, makes his own jewelry. And he's just, yeah, he's just, like, a pleasant, wonderful human being. Official Deputy Hawk is his his handle oh oh cuteness (laughs) i see it oh there's a cat picture oh my god that's sweet yeah he's an angel he's an absolute fucking angel so that's really my big fucking update i've just been working just been working i haven't been really watching scary movies or anything too busy to be watching anything scary not that a lot of good scary stuff is out right now i think sorry if i offended somebody and there is something some bad horror news is that I think right now there are layoffs going on um, at Shudder. Like, I think AMC owns Shudder now, Shudder, the horror streaming service. And so I think AMC is doing a bunch of layoffs and I think Shudder is in danger, but I hope they fucking hang on. Spread the word. Spread the fucking word. Protect Shudder at all costs. We can't let it die. We can't. No. That's where Channel Zero is at. True. Yeah, that's true. We can't let that go away. Any updates on your end? Oh, yeah. Um, I guess the only thing would be Blackwell Ghost number seven came out. If you didn't like the sixth one (laughs) so much, the seventh one might make up for it a little. Um, I still enjoy them very much, so. They're very fun. Yeah. If you haven't checked out Blackwell Ghost, please do. I think it's a really good series. Kind of cool indie one-man budget found footage movie yeah yeah it's like a documentary style it's better than you would expect it to be yeah it's like documentary or whatever Um, it's very good yeah it's fun i haven't watched the seventh one yet but i might do that tonight now that chloe has reminded me might as well it's the weekend Woo! yay (laughs) (laughs) oh i guess one haunted update actually that's coming to mind is my mom had a conversation with her sister when she visited while traveling recently and let me just say I'm going to share that story today as part of the episode but it's something my mom put to the back of her mind and her sister bringing it up to her made her remember something really really creepy so I'm very excited to share that with you later on in this episode so stay tuned yeah if you one day would love to have your experience shared on the podcast the way we are about to be sharing experiences please email us at I'm scared, but I like it at gmail.com. We want to hear your story. Tell us if you want to be anonymous or not. Tell us your pronouns. You can also DM us on social media if that's easier for you. Anywhere you want to get in touch with us, we would love to hear your story and share it with 
the listeners. And on that note, why not give us a follow on social media? Why not? Yeah. It's easy. It's fun. We would love to talk with you. Fucking DM us. We'll respond. We're trying to be more active on there, but we try. Um, <laughs> but it's, it is fun. When we're actually there, it's so fun. Yeah. So just just give it a follow it a and follow. go on an adventure. Yeah. 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 Why not? Live life and, on the edge. <laughs> on Instagram, <laughs> our username is isbillypod, I-S-B-I-L-I-P-O-D. On Facebook, you can just search I'm Scared But I Like It podcast. And on YouTube, you can also search I'm Scared But I Like It podcast to find us there if you want to ever see the video format. We're not in it, but the images just show up on the screen. And you know what? While you're at it, give us a five star if you like the podcast. If you don't like the podcast, shoot us a DM and tell us why. No need to rate us. Thank you. Exactly. (laughs) Words of wisdom right there. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. So guys, we want you to grab a nice warm cup of cocoa or a nice cup of tea or whatever, uh, you know, alcoholic beverage that will warm you up inside and um, grab a sweater and get super cozy because that's the vibe today. We really, really want this to feel like we're all hanging out around a campfire and like telling each other really scary stories to scare the shit out of each other. So (laughs) get comfy and then let's get started. I am going to kick off our little tiny baby stories, our little tiny babies. We have a listener story. Yes, we do. Round of applause. Our first listener story. I actually didn't know we we got one. It's from from Matt. Shout out to Matt. Oh Oh my God, Matt. Uh, For those who don't remember, Matt made um, a cameo in episode one. Go and listen to that. True. He had some very good insights. Mm -hmm. So Matt told me a story from a family friend. A family friend's story has been passed along to me with permission. Um, I will not be using their names. I'll make up names for them on the fly. So, Oh, I love that. (laughs) So this is set in kind of rural area of Minnesota, a little bit woodsy, kind of bigger houses and houses far away from each other. Uh, You know, you kind of have your own isolated space a little bit. So there's a couple. What am I going to call them? Um, It's a a man and a woman who are married, and their names are... Um, Their names are... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why this feels so um, important for me to really nail. The first thing that comes to mind yeah, will be yeah, the best yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. Let, just let it flow. Just baby. let it flow. Just let it girl. fucking flow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, okay. How about um, how about um, Erica and Henri? Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Whatever. So we've got we've got Erica and Henri. Um, well. <laughs> It's all that it's French, French stuff from that episode of <laughs> <laughs> Go Back and Listen to the Desolate Canada Island thing. I'm fluent, so yeah. nobody yeah. speaks We're fluent after that episode. Just yes, true. As an update. For the record, this I don't think this, I think they're both Minnesotans, but um, anyway. Yeah, so what the fuck is happening? So, Where are we in? Right, So we're in Minnesota, <laughs> and they're in a house, and, and Erica and Ali have just had a child, okay? They have a newborn baby. Stop laughing. This is very serious. Oh, so they I'm have sorry. a newborn baby, <laughs> and, you know, they're doing whatever the fucking parents do with their newborn baby. They feed it. They 
change the diaper, yada, yada, yada. Hell yeah. All that good stuff. And one night, the baby's fallen asleep. Oh, thank God. It's so hard. Oh my God. It's so hard to get babies to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, baby, baby in the crib. Okay. All right. Good night, baby. And they, they go away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good night, baby. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm having such a hard time following right now. Okay. I'm going to need, you to, I'm gonna need you to focus, Chloe. So oh, oh. Um, Erica puts the baby to bed for the night. Um, it finally falls asleep. Thank God so hard to get babies to pause <laughs> we're just gonna stay in this loop forever okay okay so the baby's asleep okay. <laughs> baby's asleep so she goes back to bed and she's sleeping and she hears something over the baby monitor and it's not the baby what she hears is a man softly singing through the baby monitor and so she's like Oh, I'm kind of awake now. I'm gonna roll over. Oh, Ali is in the bed with me. He is not with the baby. So who is in the baby room singing to the baby? And remember, we're in kind of a rural area. The houses aren't like right up next to each other. Like there's not a chance of interference with this baby monitor technology. Unless it's interference with the demon realm or something so she's she's fucking scared she's like what the actual fuck she jumps up goes to the baby room nothing nobody's in there baby's asleep nothing's going on so they call the police um because she's really freaked out and oh, the police, wow they were that scared they were that scared to call mm-hmm. okay. and they call the police and they get there and, you know, they're looking around everywhere and, like, nobody's in the house. N- nothing's broken. Like, no, nothing's unlocked. There's no chance that anybody could have come in and left because everything's closed up and locked. So, who, <laughs> who was singing? And one little detail about that story is that Ali's father recently passed away so their theory is maybe that was the grandfather visiting with the little baby who i've named lockhart in my head lockhart yep oh wow wait so the grandpa passed away recently when this time when the story took Mm -hmm. place Mm -hmm. oh that's i was really freaked out earlier Mm -hmm. it kind of ended (laughs) sweetly oh you know what the story reminds me of? Have you seen Insidious? I have seen Insidious. Remember that scene with the baby monitor? And she heard like yes, a man's yes, voice. Yes, yes, yes. I hate yeah. that. Oh my God. <laughs> so that that's what I imagined for most of the story. It really freaked me out. <laughs> Very scary. That, that's probably like this, to me, one of the creepiest scenes in that film anyway. Yes, and the I agree. fact that that slightly happened, uh, I mean, not slightly, the, the fact that that happened in some form in real life to somebody is yeah. terrifying. Thankfully and the baby wasn't snatched up or anything. Lockhart yeah. is alive and well today. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was really good. So that one's wow, weird. I got that, chicken skin. Yeah, I don't really know. Yeah. I don't like it. It's hard for I mean, I guess one could say, you know, maybe she was a little sleepy. Maybe she didn't actually hear anything, but I don't know. 
I think Henri heard it as well is the problem. I think she woke him up and he also heard it. That's what makes these type of stories so much creepier is when another person hears or sees the same thing. Yeah. Hate, then it's hate, not hate, just hate, hate. one person's psychology. You can't just blame it on that, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, we heard that. <laughs> well, yeah. What now? Well. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> I love that story. That was really good. Yeah. Thank just you. a little a little ghosty, a little ghosty story. Well, Julianne, thank you for starting us off with such an incredible first story that really creeped me out. So this story comes from my mom who is haunted as fuck. I don't know why she can see things more than others. Some people can just see more paranormal stuff than others, and she's one of them. So this is one of her really creepy work stories. Uh, She used to work at a cemetery here in Hawaii, and so did my dad. So I'm technically a cemetery kid. I used to run around cemeteries, and I used to, like, go and look at all the pictures in, like, the little... I don't even know what they're called. I would like flip them open and look at, oh, this person's in there. And I would say hi and I'd run all over. So that was, that was me. Were you ever there at night? Um, usually the park is closed, but I have been there at night when we've had to go into the office and stuff. Spooky. Yeah, it is spooky. But I always felt like a sense of calm. I don't know. Anyway, so back in 1983, my mom started this job at a cemetery here in Hawaii. And... Within her first few days, her boss asked, have you ever seen a deceased person? And my mom was like, nope. (laughs) And and her boss was like, okay, well, since you work here, you're probably going to run into one at some point. So maybe we should get you acquainted. Maybe you should experience that and see it. So it's not as shocking. And my mom was quite hesitant, but over the next few days after that, It was really in the back of her mind, and she gathered up her courage and said, okay, I'm just going to walk over to the crematorium. I'm just going to go see what's up. So she walks over to the crematorium, and there's a worker there who's preparing a body to be incinerated. And my mom explains the situation and asks, hey, can I see a body? You know, I, I think it would be important. And so luckily he was like, yes, you can, but just... You know, I think he wanted her to be prepared that it's a deceased yeah. human being. It's, it might that's be a, shocking Yeah, at that's first. a big change. Right. And so she walks over to this body and she describes him as a very tall, um, kind of lean, he looked Japanese, man. Anyway, she sees him, but he's nude, which was an interesting detail because that means that his family either didn't show up or he had no family because uh, when someone's getting cremated they ask the family do you want to bring some clothes are there any objects that you want to put in there and so this this man was nude and that added this very sad effect to the whole situation and my mom just felt really sorry for this person and so she goes over to his body and says hey I'm so sorry you passed away. Thank you for letting me see you right at the end. Good luck on your journey and may you be at peace, right? And so she walks away. She takes one last look before exiting the room and she sees his body put into the incinerator. She goes home and talks to my dad, who they were married at the time, living together, and told him about her really bizarre day and how it really took a lot of energy out of her. And he was like, of course that's a lot that's 
a lot to see your first dead body ever at like right when you start a new job. So she decides to turn in early. So she goes to bed and suddenly she awakes and she just feels like this unexplainable fear. She just kind of feels it in her body and she just she doesn't really want to move. You ever been so scared where you almost it's almost like this freeze reaction? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's the Big freeze time. reaction. That's what she had and she was so scared she could barely speak. She was trembling. And then she looks over at the door and there is the silhouette of a tall man standing there. And it's in shadow, but she can see the face and it's the face of the man that she saw at the crematorium of the dead body and he's just looking at her and she is trembling but she manages to say you know my dad's name i'm I'm gonna make up a name here as well um uh do you want me to come up with a french one okay um jean 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 Jean. she's like trying to whimper out his name like oh my god get over here help me luckily my dad jean Hears her from the other room, runs in, and my mom said that the apparition disappeared. But they both felt this heaviness in the apartment, and it just felt, it didn't feel like the same environment. And my dad was like, what happened? She's like, the man that I saw burned today was standing there looking at me. I think he followed me home. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. And he was like, you know what? It happens sometimes. It happens. Working in this business, it happens. What do you, what, so, is, what does he mean it happens? <laughs> well, I mean, Julianne, you know, just to add my own little side piece. Side piece? Side piece. Not hey. side piece. That's not right. Yes, Chloe. Cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> nope. 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 To add my own little tidbit. I don't know the word, but it's not mm. side piece. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shit. To add my own little note. Yes. There. Mm. There you go. I would hear a lot of stories around the cemeteries from the workers about them and their paranormal experiences. It was very common. You just know working in that business that you're going to see some stuff at some point. So my mom gets up and she tries to like gain her composure and she decides to say out loud, I know you're here. I'm so sorry you passed away, but I want you to know that you're free. You can move on. You can't stay here, but you can move on, and it's going to be okay. You're free. And she said just instantly, like, the energy in the house, it just became lighter. Like, she didn't have all this heaviness. It didn't feel so heavy in the house, just the, the vibe of it, the feeling of the house. And my dad noticed it, too, and ever since then, it was back to normal, but... Just for that night, it was really bizarre. And she said it was just something she'll never forget. That's freakish. Yeah. Did your parents have more than one experience like this? Or was- I don't know if my mom did, but I know that a lot of the other co-workers did. I just can't remember what the stories yeah. were. But I know that like passed away people have like showed up in the dreams of people mm. like with messages of the workers there where people see things or things go missing or things get placed in weird places or I really want to go back and interview all those people oh yes I wonder if since they know me I wonder if they'd be willing to share their stories yeah with our audience so cemetery episode one day yeah but they're all 
his old co-workers, my dad's old co-workers too. So it might be kind of strange for me to be like, um, my dad passed away last year, but do you guys have any ghost stories? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I mean. But maybe maybe they'll feel bad for me and be like, yeah. (laughs) yeah, Whatever you want. (laughs) Whatever you want, girl. (laughs) Yeah, so. That was my mom's creepy work experience story. Thank you, mom. Thank you, mommy. Freakish. Freakish. Yeah. And frightening. Glad you don't (sighs) still have a hitchhiker ghost with you. I think she set him free. Yeah, good job. (laughs) Yeah, she gave him peace. So that's good. Okay, Julianne, your turn. All right. So due to the fact that um, our listeners are cowards who won't send me their stories... (laughs) Just kidding. Um, due to the fact, <laughs> due to the fact that we just did not she have said it, them, not me. <laughs> we didn't have that many uh, listener stories submitted. Um, I'm diving into Reddit, baby. The source of Ooh. truth. The source. Of, wow. Okay, Lindsay oh, Lohan. Okay, Hillary <laughs> Duff. <Lindsay> Lohan. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Anyway, um, so oh, as like just a reference. Inside joke, Julianne and I loved the Speak album from Lindsay Lohan. Julianne and Chloe and the rest of the fucking world, let's be honest. Yeah, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Over, what a classic. Oh my God. Speak on that album, the actual song Speak. Was Rumors on Speak? Or was that its own thing? What? Rumors. Rumors. Was that on the album? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Of course it was on the album. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought you knew. I'm, so- I'm, just, I'm just, I thought I I'm knew too. I'm at you. I thought I knew too, but I was checking <laughs> with you so that I wouldn't say something wrong. Do you remember answer. how controversial that was? It was very controversial. So controversial. And now I look at it, I'm like, she's, Ridiculous. she's just, she's fine. Yeah. She wanted to go out and have a night with her gals. Like, just leave her alone. Leave her, leave Lindsay alone. Yep. Stop starting rumors. No, Lindsay is fascinating nowadays, but maybe that is <laughs> off That's topic. not the episode. We digress. Her accent. Okay, moving on. Um, okay. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I should send you some videos I don't know. Later. Yeah, oh, show me later. Oh, my God. Okay, I have some videos to send she, you later. Does she have a different accent now? She, yeah, she's like, <laughs> now that she kind of views herself as like a worldly philanthropist, she has like adopted three different countries' accents and morphed them into one, even though, like, obviously she's just an American girl and she identifies as, like, Irish. And it's like, okay, like... <laughs> oh, I did not go know Go off, of queen, that. but, like, stop, please. Please stop it. Oh. Have you watched a reality TV show? Nope. Oh. I, I haven't watched anything, <laughs> listened to anything. Her girl boss energy is unhinged. On her oh, reality Jesus. TV show. You've got to check it out. She wears a very I'm not okay, I have to stop. I have okay, to stop. Okay. Yeah, this isn't this is a We're scary, gonna have to start a Lindsay Lohan podcast. Shouties. This is scary shouties. You're right. This is tiny baby time. This is not Lindsay Lohan time. So we can talk about Kanye West later too. Girl. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Girl. Girl. So Okay, anyway, back to the show. Back to the show. Back to the show. Okay. The preface. Scary. Yes, we're scared now. Or we are scary now? I guess we're the scary ones. Both, girl. (laughs) (laughs) So the preface for Reddit is that anybody can write anything on the internet. And we all have to keep that in mind. 
and we love to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I tried my best. <laughs> I tried my best to seek out things that didn't just seem explicitly like a portfolio piece and a like creative writing portfolio. Like I did my best to sift and read through the comments and try to make sure that things looked like they might be above board, but just because they might be above board does not mean that they're true. So that's the fucking preface. We all know this, though. We know this when we go on Reddit, that people might just say weird stuff sometimes. So, But there might be very there might be real truth. experiences there might be on there, too. That's the thing. There we don't fucking know. There might be truth. There might be truth. <laughs> oh, my God. So let's determine. Let's decide for ourselves. We can decide. Yeah. Read it. Read it, girl. Right. Read it, Julianne. This one is a Tell classic. Tell me the story. This is a classic what? from eight years ago. Some people probably have heard it before. Um, they probably don't mind hearing it again. Um, but if you haven't heard it, it is f- fucking creepy. Um, and Ooh, it is on the <laughs> it's on the subreddit Let's Not Meet. And that's a subreddit where they try to, you know, not have fiction stories. You know, it's meant to be true stories. And unfortunately, the user deleted themselves. So I can't properly kind of shout them out and give them credit for sharing their story. But, you know, I guess... Uh, it's up for grabs now, so maybe I wrote it. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to be reading this one. Okay, I'm ready. <clears throat> Everyone get ready. Get, get cozy. Get oh my God, I'm scared. Okay, background. I work summers as a camp counselor in the northern parts of Ontario, Canada. On the date this particular incident occurred, I was camping with a group of 10-year-old boys on the same lake the summer camp was based on. So, like a routine camping trip, we canoe out to the site and we set up our tents. Me and my co-counselor, Mike, take turns supervising the kids while they swim, build forts, and play games, etc. We cook some food over the fire, sit around and tell stories, cook s'mores, the typical Canadian camping experience. Around 9.30ish, I tell the kids it's time for bed and they head into their tents, which were positioned a small walk away from the shoreline, but still in line of sight from where we had the fire pit. So the kids have gone to bed, and me and Mike are shooting the shit by the water, smoking a cigarette, just basically hanging out before we decide to head to our tent and call it a night. What happened next still troubles me to this day, and remains my go-to scary campfire story. We were both gazing into the pitch-black night water when we saw a small light approaching us slowly and slightly above water level. We speculated what it could possibly be for a few minutes before it came close enough for us to see that it was mounted on the front of a kayak and that someone was approaching our campsite. Now, it is important to note that as a camp counselor, part of our training goes over how to deal with stranger encounters in an environment where we are responsible for a group of children on public property. I was prepared to give the mystery paddler the typical speech about how we are camping with a group from a recognized organization, and we would respectfully ask that they find another campsite. However, this person's appearance shook me to the bone as the light drew nearer. Paddling this kayak was a woman who looked to be in her 60s. She had incredibly long wisps of gray hair that was trailing in the water. Her skin looked like old leather, and her dead-looking eyes were tough to spot under all her wrinkles. She looked directly at me, and when she spoke, I realized she was missing most of her teeth. Are all your children safe in bed? She asked me, pointing the direction of the tents. Not really knowing how to respond, and quite frankly shitting myself, I responded by telling her that they were fine and she had to leave. That's good. Just as expected for this time. She said with a smile, then turned her kayak and paddled off into the night. At this point in time, myself and Mike were legitimately very creeped out, not only by the appearance of this mystery woman who resembled a freaking corpse, but also her inquiry on the whereabouts and safety of the kids we had brought on this trip. 
Not knowing what else to do, we grabbed our hunting knives and sat by the fire after checking on the kids. Half an hour later is where shit started to get really creepy. Across the lake, a female counselor was leading another trip for kids the same age group. She sent me a text which read something along the lines of, Hey Sean, stop screwing with us. This isn't funny, my kids are really creeped out. I instantly called her and let her know that I had just seen someone near my campsite that seemed eerie, and that I was not trying to play a joke. Apparently, one of their kids had opened their tent door to take a piss and seen a woman with long hair standing with her arms open towards them near the shoreline. Oh, ew. Yeah. I don't, oh, that, just that imagery. It's horrific. Oh, that's really not, oh, okay. Nope, 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 no, Lindsay, no. yes, Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, sorry, we're laughing too. We're um, laughing because we're very uncomfortable. Negate the horror, yeah, <laughs> negate the terror that we feel. The the okay. wisps of hair trailing in the water is a no I don't for like me. I, I don't like the wisps. It's not my preference. Like- it's not my preference. Dude, that the, the the lady standing there with her eye with her eyes her, eyes. her arms <laughs> open wide fuck is no. fuck no. When when you're vulnerable, when you're taking a leak and the camp and counselor this- presumably wasn't there, right? Like <sighs> on that's like they've heard it from the kid that the woman was standing there. I believe that kid for some reason. I just believe it right off the bat. It's fucked. Oh. It's fucked. It's fucked. It's, it's fucked. fucked. It's fucked. I mean, how could that lady be in the kayak and be out of the tent at the same time. What? You can't. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you I mean? That it happened at the same time. No. It, was this another oh lady? The lady kayaked to the boys' area. Oh. Said had the weird interaction with the counselors. Then she she kayaked away. Then later, on the female, I guess it wasn't necessarily all girls, but the female counselor texted them saying, "Stop fucking around," and she told them about what her kid on her side had seen. So the lady had kayaked away, then went to the other group of kids. Oh, still, though. <laughs> yes. Still. Yeah. Okay. Is there more? No. That's the whole story. Oh, that's the that's whole story. It. Oh. <gasps> no. <laughs> Ew. That's so I hate, I think creepy. The fact that we don't get more information is, like, worse. Like, the fact that nothing more <laughs> happened is worse because it's just, like – where is she? It's just so random. Where did she go? What is she doing? Why did she do that? Yeah, I Ew. don't. And in the comments, the the person who wrote it said that they kind of wrote it off as a crazy person or local hick just trying to mess with us. But then it's just like at the same time, it's like even if it's nothing paranormal, right? Like the fact that there are people out there who might be so boundaryless that they're interested in fucking with strangers in the woods like that's the real horror of life <laughs> I'm your way I mean it's really hard to imagine like a ghostly woman kayaking so it probably was a real person yeah but oh gosh just like really what what and why what and, and why? stop please ew yeah so this next story is yet again from my mother this poor poor woman with all her 
haunted happenings, but it gives really good content now on this podcast. <laughs> so thank you for your sacrifices, Mom. And thank you for being willing for me to share this today. You were, you were born to be a vessel for her stories. <laughs> <laughs> for this podcast. This was your destiny. Yeah. Okay, so this one I'm going to read in her voice as she's saying it. So this one's really strange, y'all. So get ready. Recently, my estranged sister came to visit me, and we started to repair some broken bonds during her stay. All kinds of memories and stories, and even some apologies came up. This was all fine and dandy, but one story she brought up out of the blue chilled me to my core. It was something I guess I completely blocked out. My sister said, Hey, do you remember when we were kids and we were living up in Kula on Maui? And I was like, yeah, well, do you believe in aliens? Yeah, I guess so. Well, do you remember when I used to tell you that there was an alien in the house and that it would come at night when everyone was sleeping? Uh, uh kind of. Can you explain more? I kind of remember that. Some nights at one o'clock in the morning, everyone was sleeping and I would have to go to the bathroom, right? Yeah. Well, when I would emerge from the bathroom, I would run and jump back to my bed. You remember that? Yeah. What about it? And I would turn to you and I would say, I see the gray man. And as soon as she said gray man, it all came back to me. This gray man or creature would stand in the doorframe, head almost touching the top of the doorframe. We would be in our separate twin beds across from each other in the room, and even though it was dark, we could see this thing's silhouette. We never got a full look at it. Since my sister was closer to the door, however, she was able to see him much clearer. She called him the gray man because this thing had gray skin and wore no clothes. It had the figure of a human being, but we recall it being very thin. I don't recall ever seeing ears, it was just a smooth outline of a very thin gray body. He would stand there for probably a minute, but it felt like it was forever. You see it, right? When we'd say that, this thing would take a comfortable position at the door. I remember him putting up his elbow on the door frame and resting his head on his fist, just looking at us. This happened a few times over a month, but it wasn't every night. After the first sighting, we decided to bring flashlights into our room. I guess to our kid minds, light felt like a good defense, a sense of comfort, almost weapon-like. But sometimes we would forget to use it, and this man would show up on the nights when we almost forgot about him, like we weren't even expecting it. And each time the flashlight would be misplaced or not at the ready because, you know, we were kids and we just threw our toys everywhere and it just wasn't at the forefront of our minds. But there was only one time through all of this when this thing was wearing a hat. I'm interjecting here. She explained to me this hat looked kind of short, but it was like, you know, just like a regular town hat. I don't even know how to explain it. I, I like told a, her, can like you a send top me a hat, but picture? short? Exactly. Okay. Like really, really short, which is fucking terrifying. Okay, back to my mom. And all the other times it wasn't wearing a hat. Just to give some background, we lived out in the country. At night, the sky glittered with stars, and back in the 60s, it was a very quiet and isolated place. My sister would tell our parents 
and ask them to check the house, check the doors, check the locks, check the windows. There's someone walking around in here and nothing would ever be out of place. Nothing would ever look disturbed. And when this thing used to visit us, we would shut our eyes so tightly. And I don't know about my sister, but I would hide under the blankets and peek through the sheets and I would still see him standing there and I would keep checking back and eventually he would just be gone. And so at some point, my sister was so scared that she ended up moving to a smaller room down the hall and I was left alone in that big room. I was so scared and felt exposed in that big room on my bed. So I started clearing out the closet and sleeping in the closet with the door, mostly closed. So whatever it was, couldn't get to me. Or at least that's what my kid mind used to think. I used to get scolded by my mom not to sleep in the closet and I would have to go back to my bed. But as soon as everyone went to bed, I'd run back to that closet. Um, what? (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me? So, okay, here's, here, okay. I thought about this a lot. Here's, here are my theories. Okay. One, it could have been an alien. Anything could be. Anything could be. It could have been. Could have been. Two, it was something more on the ghostly side. I don't know. Kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Three, it was an actual creep in the neighborhood. Oh. Coming and watching my, sis- my, my mom and her sister go to sleep, trying to sleep. But, I mean, they described it as unusually tall, unusually skinny. Gray? No clothes. Yeah. And gray skin. Gray yeah. skin. Ew. That's what... Uh, so, it's like... My first thought when I heard this was, I feel like I've heard a lot of stories kind of related to, like, sleep paralysis weirdness where there's like a man a tall man at the foot of the bed or something Mm -hmm. like that right yeah um but i mean it's the i mean firstly it's not often (laughs) like experienced by two people at the same time and then also multiple times yeah in one period of time and it's not it doesn't i guess the descriptions i've heard have always kind of sounded not i more man-like than alien like you know like the fact that they're describing it as so skinny and gray and clothless i don't know it it it, and if it there there is the very unfortunate and real possibility that it was a real person and in order to cope part of the, the blacking out of the memory would include a alienification of the more disturbing reality well isn't that what ptsd is right yeah sometimes with ptsd you can have distorted memories yeah exactly because it being an alien is less scary than it being a real person yeah um of course and um i don't know why they both saw it that way but i mean stranger things can happen we don't completely understand human people talk about it like yeah if if she's saying he's gray they're like yes you're right like yeah fucking hell but also but another sign of trauma or ptsd or just like terror is my mom sleeping in the closet like she Mm, just felt that desperate to sleep in the fucking closet yeah so clearly something spooked them and the fact that my mom put that away in her head yeah and then when her sister this only happened like a month or two ago by the way that this was brought up 
And my mom, it was like a flood of memories came back to her. And she's like, what the fuck? You know, like, can you imagine going your whole life thinking, oh, I only had like these certain experiences. And then someone brings something up and then you remember something so horrifying. You're like, oh, my God. Been there. Been there. Yeah. Yeah. Hers was more paranormal, it Mm -hmm. seems. But ew. Big ew. ew. And I asked her, like, "Uh, do you guys recall seeing anyone particularly tall in the neighborhood (laughs) just in case? And they're like, no. I mean, we were in a really small little area and you know, you kind of just knew everyone. It was just a small little town and like there was no one like that around. And like all the it didn't there were like no signs of a break in. Everything was undisturbed. We don't get it. I mean, this is a grim thing to ask, I guess. But like, could it have been a relative, you know, um, who like, oh, God, just I don't know. You have access to the house. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's a really good theory. You know, maybe. Have you talked to your maybe. mom about your theory about how it could have been? A real person or have you not mentioned that <laughs> I, I have mentioned gonna, it okay <laughs> I have mentioned it and um that creeped her out even more yeah yeah I mean not that she believed it was something paranormal right off the bat anyway but like what do you do can you imagine like what do you even do with those memories no when you yeah what do you do them? with that information you're like, you're like oh shit yeah that, that's right that happened I was there yeah and that oh. happened when they were like yeah ew God, but dude. even if it was like extraterrestrial God, no. Yes, like, all of its also, any possibility is a no. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I just, just out of curiosity, I typed in Thin Man on Google. Mm-hmm. And there is a character from a video game called Thin Man. And the video game's not called Thin Man. Let me look it up. Um, Little Nightmares. Let me put a picture of it in the chat. And if you guys want to see this picture, we will have it on our Facebook and Instagram. So this this thing oh hell no so i showed her this i was like i was like something like this and she was like ew yeah except he had no clothes right and she said the hat was shorter it was flatter on the top it was shorter but it was just like this but he didn't lean he was just he seemed really strong and but like upright but she said he was very skinny lanky gray like this Fucked Which up. is so fucked fucking up, creepy up, to me, up. dude. Yeah, I hate that. Oh, here, here's the here's the image that really scared her. This she said it really looked a lot like this. Ew. Mm. No thanks. Yeah, yeah, no. So I don't know what happened. I will give you an update when I have an update. <laughs> <laughs> but haunted shit. Haunted as shit. Mm-hmm. 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 If any of you have a theory of what could have happened to my poor mom and my poor auntie, let me know. <laughs> yeah, dude. Seriously. <laughs> Hey, okay. Well, All right. I'm moving on to the next thing. Okay, well, Julian, your turn. <laughs> My turn. So I wanted to include some kind of atypical stories. Um, I know I've kind of, well, I guess I won't speak for you, but I feel like I've kind of acquainted you more with the idea of high strangeness. Would you say that that's correct? Yes. Yeah. I'll speak for us all. (laughs) So I just wanted to find some examples of kind of high strangeness things. So these things are like less creepy, but more just like, what the fuck? What the fuck is happening? What the fuck? What the fuck? So I have two little examples. And some people might say that they're kind of like, quote unquote, glitch in the matrix style 
happenings, um, whatever the matrix may be, if anything. I love those. <laughs> so I will, again, again, they're just kind of little, little guys, little babies. Ready. Cool. I'll start with, I'll start with the shorter one. So, and there are a lot of people in the comments who have had like the same experience. I'm like, what, are you, what the hell? Okay. So again, from Reddit, this one's, oh, how do I pronounce that? This is posted by King underscore Bulufif. B-U-L-I-W-Y-F. So, Do I'm, you believe in <laughs> life after life? <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah. So all of these are going to be linked in the description. So if you want the fucking specific person, you can find it there. Okay. I worked at a car rental agency a couple years ago. Part of the job was picking up customers at the auto body shop and bringing them to our office to put them in a rental car. This particular day, I was supposed to pick up a guy at a shop that was only a three-minute drive from the office. Notes on his reservation said to pick him up at around 11.30. I left the office at 11.25 and headed over. When I pulled onto the lot of the shop, the door to the main office, waiting room, service counter, etc., was open. The garage bay doors were open. There were cars in the garage in various states of repair and such, but no customer. In fact, no employees. No one at all. No customers in the waiting room. No one behind the counter. No one in the garage working on any cars. There were even a couple cars parked in the small lot, but no people. I walked around the entire perimeter of the building and waited around 10 minutes. No one showed up. So I headed back to our office and told my boss no one was there. Our phone rings about two minutes after I'm back at work. The customer says he's at the shop and is waiting for me to pick him up. I don't mention that I was already there. I just go. When I get to the shop, there's a guy behind the counter, two or three customers in the waiting room, about five or six guys in the garage working on cars, and my customer standing by his car, getting a few belongings out of it. Oddly enough, it's one of the cars that was already there the first time I went. Still no idea what happened. It's like I was in an empty version of the property with no characters spawned in yet. Oh, wow. I love that. Very weird. That's so weird. I love Glitch in the Matrix stories. Yeah. Uh, someone commented saying, I've had a similar experience at a bus depot in Sacramento. I was like, well, what now? Absolutely empty. Impossible. Went outside and almost bumped into a man coming in and turned around and it was heaving with people inside. Oh, God. So like, what? That kind of stuff can just make you feel like you're going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But what if it really is like a glitch in the matrix and and you're just, no one's, who's the fuck's going to believe you? Yeah. Yeah. People on Reddit, that's who. Exactly. <laughs> that's where to go if we'll you're looking you. yeah. for somebody to believe yeah. you. Um, yeah. So another, this one I found very interesting. This next one I find very interesting. I'm just I'm doing two at once because they're in the same category of weird stuff. For sure. Um, someone, several people in the comments call this quantum immortality, which is a phrase mm. I've never heard of before. Sounds intriguing. <laughs> it's very intriguing. Yes. So. This one is posted by Hot Wings and Soda. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I agree as well. Okay. This one's freaky. I've told this to my friend at least a dozen times because he wants to make sense of it and ultimately urged me to post it here. So maybe someone can make sense of this. It truly shook me. This happened on a road trip when I was 17, almost 18. It was me and my sister, a couple years older than me, and she was driving a super long beaten road through the desert. 
About two hours on the road passed and suddenly I noticed that the car that was behind us veered off of the road and came to a standstill. My sister audibly wonders what they're up to. A few dozen seconds later, there's this terrible series of bumps and cracks in the road that shake the car and knock the phone off of the seat, taking the aux out and halting the music. It lands close to me, so I pick it up and start to reconnect the phone. When I do, we get this random catchy ad about trash. The next thing of note happens seconds after the ad ends. I stare off into the window and I see a truck parked ahead of us. As we pass it, I stupidly kept looking at it and the sheen it gave off, the glare from the sun, completely blinded me for a bit. When I closed my eyes, I still saw the outline of it. I was afraid it was burned into my retinas when I finally opened my eyelids. It started to fade slowly and all I can remember seeing after that is the emergency airbag in the car pop into my face and sounds of metal on metal. My vision started going black and the image that's in my eyes from the truck fades completely. But when it fades, I open my eyes to see us still driving like nothing happened. That's when I notice the car behind us. Same license plate as before, same car color, even the same driver to my eyes. The same things happened again. The road being bad and bumping the phone down, the aux disconnecting, and the same damn ad playing, all the while I'm panicking in my head since my sister dismissed my questions like nothing out of the ordinary happened. We come up to the truck again, and I stare. My eyes again have the after image of it. Just as before, I hear metal scraping and feel the airbag pummel my face. As it fades, I'm scared to open my eyes again, but I hear my sister ask, what is that car doing? It forces me to open my eyes to see the same car for the third time, steering into the open desert before halting. I'm in full-blown panic mode as I look ahead and see the crude road up ahead. I hold onto the phone for dear life and manage to stop the phone from disconnecting, but we still get an ad when the next song plays. The same damn ad. As it nears its end, I stop myself from looking at the truck and instead look ahead, noticing that the car in the opposite lane is swerving slightly. I piece it together in my head and caution my sister of the driver in the car. She has to swerve to avoid the car as it goes into the wrong side of the road, barely missing our car thanks to my sister's driving. The rest of the trip went without much of a hitch. My friend said it may have been something like quantum immortality or a swap between universes. I've always been interested in the stuff, but I have no clue how to explain my experience. Wow. So, so what? <laughs> wow. There was an episode of the newer Twilight Zone mm. that had something similar to really? this. Where, yeah, where you keep, like something bad happens, then you like keep going back to that same moment. Mm-hmm. And then you can like make different decisions. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, wow. Wow. That's so crazy to think that that could have happened I to know. someone for real. And like, I'm so glad they're okay. <laughs> Me <gosh>. too. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it, it wasn't just like, you know, twice. It, it was three times. I was like, how many times could it have played out until wow. they got it right? I guess. I guess my question would be why? Why her? Why not other people who get into accidents or, you know, why was it just there? Was it like a glitch in the matrix plus quantum immortality? <laughs> yeah. Plus a lot luck? of questions. Yeah. I had never questions. I had never heard of quantum immortality before. And yeah, I just I'm trying to look into it. And I guess so the idea is that if we die in this life, there's always a universe where we narrowly escape death. So then quantum immortality can refer to a person who is lucky enough to survive in any incident in the world so in that sense that they become immortal because i guess i don't it's still interesting why some person would get the chance to 
remake choices and be given those options. I was going to say, it doesn't seem fair. No, it's it's hella unfair. I was like, life is unfair. (laughs) Not for them. Not for them. (laughs) Life is very fair for them, I guess. Uh Wow. Wow. So odd. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that one. I don't know either. Nope. No further thoughts. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, okay. Looks like it's my turn. For my last story, I will be telling you about my own haunted experience when I was, I don't know, like eight years old or something. So I was living in an old apartment building and maybe it was around 2 a.m. in the morning. All the lights are off. I'm restless. I can't go to bed. I can't fall asleep for shit. You know how kids are. Um, You just kind of lay there and stare at the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And my door, so my my bed is by the windows all the way on the other side of the room and my bedroom door is diagonal from me across the room the door is open and i can see into the hallway and so i'm just bored and can't fall asleep and i just look over uh, i just take a little glimpse over at the gaping darkness that is <laughs> my hallway and i see a white misty form of what looks like a woman with long hair wearing a dress a long dress and she's just standing there right in front of my door I don't know what it is about doorways this episode <laughs> <laughs> and I instantly freeze up I stop moving I stop kicking around and I get so scared I still remember to this day how scared I was and this thing walks straight through the closed bathroom door adjacent to my door. What? My bedroom door. And it walks right through the door. And I remember feeling so scared. I pulled the cover over my head and I was just shaking in bed. And it gets more interesting, but obviously this was not uh, sleep paralysis. I have sleep paralysis every now and then. And I know how that feels. This was not sleep paralysis, I can confirm. I was completely awake. Okay. And... So the next day, I was pretty freaked out. I guess I finally managed to fall asleep at some point. The next day, I told my parents, okay, so I saw something really weird last night, and I saw this white thing go through the bathroom door, and it looked like a lady, and she had long hair, and she was wearing a dress, and I don't really understand what I saw, and it was really weird, and my mom and my dad were kind of taken aback, and... They took a deep breath and they were like, okay, well, yeah, well, you know, it's possible you might have saw something because not so long ago, maybe before I was born at that point, when we were still living in this building, we had a friend who lived, I think it was either on the floor below or the floor above, but um, they had a friend. I forgot her name. I would have to ask my mom, but my parents said that she would wear long dresses a lot and uh, had long hair. But the strange thing is, that friend actually got murdered in the building. Oh, fuck no. Apparently, by her boyfriend at the time. And they, my parents, just the way that I described it, described the person that I saw at the time, my parents were really convinced that they, that I saw their friend 
who got killed. That's fucked. And yeah. So it's not just me being a tired kid, just like imagining things or seeing. I mean, maybe, but the fact that there was like a background story and my parents just got like chills down their spine and they were like, oh, well, it's a possibility you saw you saw our friend. Yeah. Oof. That's devastating. Yeah. So I don't really know what to make of that story, but that's that what's that's what happened. That's a memory I have. Yeah. And I, I still remember how scared I was. I was like petrified and I was shaking in bed. Like I really didn't know what to make of that. And I remember asking myself, did I just make that up? Yeah. Like, yeah. I just made that up, right? I I would have loved that to be fake. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking to myself, I made that up, right? You know, like I just, you know how like sometimes in the dark you can kind of see like colors or like little shapes. Yeah, or, like, yeah. Staticky stuff. I was like, it was just that, right? Mm-hmm. No, this was a full white. I don't know why it was misty, but it was a little misty. And it, you know how like in ghost stories they say like it was kind of misty looking. Yeah, yeah. And I always think to myself, oh, whatever. But then I remember that. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe I understand what people are talking about because I saw that too. That's crazy. Nope, 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 nope. I think that's the only time I ever saw an apparition of any sort. That's the only time. Still, still one more than I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure you'll see more in the future, Chloe. Don't worry about it. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) It'll make for good story time, I guess. Yeah. For Scary Shorties episode. 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 Oh, oh boy. What is, you know, guys, um, I have a very interesting relationship with the word episode for some reason. (laughs) In our notes, like when we're editing, I accidentally named it Epidos, Mm -hmm. Epidos edits. And we just kept it that way. I told her I wanted it to remain. Yeah. Yeah. And now I just said episode. So, you know, it's a... Is it time for my final story? The final story. The final story. The final story. (laughs) (laughs) This is your last (laughs) chance to like top off your tea or whatever the fuck. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So get on it. Okay. Get cozy. Once again, we're back at Reddit because I don't have uh, family or friends. I don't don't have spooky family or friends. (laughs) So why not? Why I don't ask them. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. In, it's not intentional. <laughs> so I will say I don't. know. It's hard for me. This one is. I like this one, but it's a little bit difficult because the person who shared it is professionally a writer. So it's like, okay. is this a is this a creative writing exercise? But it's like, man, like. I can't exclude all people who are professionally writers from being allowed to have weird experiences. Like, that's not of course. fair <laughs> of me. Yeah, it's not fair. No. So this story, this one's from the Let's Not Meet subreddit, like the first one. And the user who posted it is RPH Writes. And it's called, What Happened to My Roommate? Question mark. Ooh. Yep. Okay. Buckle up. I'm buckling. (laughs) Uh, Many, many years ago, before kids, rescue animals, a mortgage, and a husband, I was a travel writer in Europe. I did most of my trips alone. This story is about the first time I visited Prague. I'd never been to Prague, and the trip was last minute, so I had little time to prepare. My travel partner had dumped me in another country, and I was determined to make the best out of... Ooh, wow, typo, writer, all right. I was determined to make the the best out of the trip 
by visiting a place I'd never been. Upon arrival at the train station, I visited the accommodation office and asked for a hostel not far from the center. In my early 20s, winging it was part of the fun. These days, I'm far less adventurous. That's a big mood. Um, the hostel they sent me to <laughs> was a sprawling, crumbling, slate-gray art deco building on a nondescript street. Man, a lot of typos for a writer. Okay. A nondescript street about a 10-minute walk to Stairmesto? Sorry, I don't know what that is. The inside was probably beautiful at one time, but by the time I checked in, it was full of shabby, mismatched furniture and cheap stained carpet. Most of the light fixtures were broken, leaving everything but the lobby dark and gloomy. It smelled of standing water and dust. I found my room, a double for $12 per night, and made note of the fact that I had a roommate. She wasn't there, but on her side of the room, was a, there was a suitcase, dress folded neatly across the back of a plastic chair, a scattering of makeup containers on the beat-up desk, and a stack of German fashion magazines on the bed. As I had no plans or goals on this impromptu trip, so I s Girl, this sentence is whack! Yo, reading it out loud is when I notice that she needs a proofreader if she's a writer. Um, okay. <laughs> she's a proofwriter, not a proofreader. <laughs> I had no plans or goals on this impromptu trip, so I spent the afternoon exploring Old Town Square, the Jewish Quarter, and Wenceslas Square. I purchased some Czech crystal for my mom and painted eggs from a street vendor for myself. I also made reservations for a sunset dinner cruise for one. At around 6 p.m., I returned to my room to shower, change clothes, and unload my purchases. When I left my room about an hour later, there was no indication that my roommate had returned at any point during the day. After the cruise, I stopped at a tiny bar on Tinska and had a glass of wine. I'd heard horror stories about the dangers of Prague, but I felt no more trepidation than I did in any other larger city. Sure, the cobblestone streets, fog rolling off the Viltava backlit gothic architecture and winding alleys made me think of Jack the Ripper and Dracula, but in a good way. It was nearly midnight when I returned to my hostel, so I was surprised to find that my roommate still hadn't returned. That wasn't uncommon, though. Backpackers are a fickle lot. She could have gone on a short overnight trip and just left her stuff behind, hooked up with a guy or girl, and was holed up at their place or hanging out at another hostel. So I was surprised but not concerned. I took another shower before bed, however, and was surprised to find that things in the room had changed up in my return. Her bed was neatly turned down, the magazines had moved to the nightstand, and the dress was gone. The strangest thing, though, was the addition of a pink, silky nightgown spread across the bed. My bed. Maybe she thought she still had the room to herself? I didn't see how. My shopping bags, clothes, and toiletries were in plain view. I gently moved the nightgown over to her bed and then settled in for the night as I wrote in my journal. I assumed she was in the shower or somewhere nearby, so I expected her return shortly. After about an hour, though, her side was still empty. I needed to use the restroom before I went to sleep, so I made one last trip down the hall. The building was unusually quiet. There weren't the regular sounds of chatty backpackers, the clinking of glasses, or music that would normally leak through the walls. There was nothing. It was hushed, like a church after the congregation has left. I found myself practically tiptoeing back. My room was near the end of the hall, and I couldn't shake the feeling that the corridor was darker than before. The few working lights were blinking as they struggled to stay lit, and it reminded me of a fun house. A tightness began to fill my stomach, and I subconsciously quickened my steps. There wasn't a soul behind me, I kept glancing back over my shoulder, convinced I'd see someone gaining momentum on me. The only sound was the soft thud of my flip-flops as they struck my soles. I was flooded with relief as I flung open my door, but it didn't last long. 
Everything was exactly as I had left it, except for the silky nightgown, which was now back on my bed. Sleep came in fits and starts. <laughs> I left the lamp on for a while, still convinced my roommate would be right back, but the shadows it cast made the room even spookier. It was too dark with the lights off. I'd finally slipped into a deep sleep when I suddenly heard the door open. A man stood in the darkened doorway. The hall light behind- What the fuck? Doorways, why? dude. Doorways, why? dude. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Guys, we didn't plan this, first of True. all. True. You know that last story I just told about the woman in my doorway? That was on the fly. I wasn't going to share that today. And I didn't even... I, okay, whatever. Wow. wow. I'm creeped out. Okay. Go on. <laughs> A man stood in the darkened doorway, the hall light behind him showing just enough for me to see his contorted face. I didn't oh. mean to, he sobbed. You have to help me. Too confused and disoriented to be scared, I sat up, scrubbed at my eyes, and reached for the lamp switch. But once the room was light, I saw that the door was closed. There was no man. I quickly bounded off the bed and went for the door. It was locked. Nobody could have entered without a key. And the hallway? Empty. I passed the rest of the night fully clothed, sitting up in bed and with the light on. Though I'd paid for two more nights, at 7am I gathered all my stuff and went down to the reception desk to check out. By the way, I said to the 20-something receptionist, my roommate never returned. I'm a little concerned. She picked up the room key, looked at it hard, frowned, and then glanced at her computer. What room were you in again? When I repeated it to her, she looked back at her screen. Ma'am, that room's been empty for three weeks and it's been cleaned since then. We only have six people in the whole building. Oh. The hostel has since been renovated and is now a luxury hotel. I loved that story. <laughs> I loved that one. That was really, really good. That was creepy. Right? Yeah. Oh. <sighs> What the fuck? Ugh, the dude? pink dress. The dress. Is so stop. Gross. Stop Ew. moving it. Stop moving Ew. it around. Stop with the moving. Enough. And then a man in the doorway. A man? Get out of here. <laughs> what are you doing here? Why are you in the doorway? Why are so many men in the doorway? Oh, God, dude. Uh, okay. Petition to eliminate doorways. Dude, like, I'm sorry. I'm going to say it again. I know we just fucking exclaimed about it but you know what <laughs> what the fuck is happening with doorways nothing we did not good. plan this nothing I'm good like happens shook. in a doorway i'm really shook <laughs> and there's like hallways and in this fucking and beds what the fuck why is everything taking place at night in a fucking dark room with a door chloe How most scary stories happen at night I in know, dark but, rooms but how but like <laughs> it's just crazy that there were so many similarities. I'm just shook. I'm shook. That's enough. Okay. You I'm should shook. talk about this on the synchronicity subreddit. Share your story. Share your truth. No, they can they can just listen here. That'll be enough. <laughs> <laughs> Come listen to our podcast. <laughs> I'm too lazy to post on Reddit. Um yeah. Well, I guess is that everything we have? Those are all of the tiny babies I had to present today. Oh my god. Guys, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope we spooked you and made you laugh um, in between to help cope with the <laughs> terror and fear. Um, but if you have your own ghost story, please tell us. Or, yeah, or if you have like a family member and you think that they'd be willing to share, we would love to hear it or yes. uh, share it with the audience. Like, come yes. on. We really, really yes. love it. Yes. yes. We can't do Reddit forever. I mean, mm -hmm. I guess we could. I mean, we don't want we could. to. Yeah. We'd, yeah. We would prefer your stories. Julianne said it very elegantly. Yes. 
So again, email us. So Julianne, before we go, what was your favorite story today? It's okay to choose your own, but what was your favorite one today? Hmm. Um. <laughs> um, that's a great question, Chloe. I'm trying to remember all of them because there were a lot of stories. Um, I'm running through them in my head. That's a hard question. Okay, um, what was your favorite one from you? What was your favorite one okay, from me? Okay, okay. Um, favorite one from you? I like the cemetery one. Oh. I like the cemetery one. Cool. I like cool. that. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't love it, but I do like it. Like, it, it's scary. I don't like that it ha- – I don't love that that happened. Oh, okay. I was I got really hurt for one second. I was like, wow. No, I'm, wow. I'm trying to say that I'm not celebrating uh the the ghostly encounter taking place. Um <laughs> Well, I don't know. The the man, the alien man doorway one is really disturbing too. So, I don't it's hard for me to say. Um mm. but anyway, my stories, I don't know. Um I, I'm always and forever going to love the, the camping woman kayaking one. I find that one so creepy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What about you? Favorite one from you. I really like the last one you yeah. just told. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a good one. Yeah, of course the ki- the creepy lady in the kayak will be stained into my memory now mm-hmm, for sure mm-hmm. i don't like her long wispy nope, hair nope, i don't nope, i don't nope, like nope, the nope. descriptions of that nope 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 ew no <laughs> and for me i really like the gray man one because that is just so disturbing to it's me so so disturbing because it sounds like trauma it does it sounds like they have trauma from it i mean that's literally ptsd like repressed memories or like distorted possibly distorted memories and then just like the way that they were behaving was was in a response to a traumatic event so to me something took place and i and maybe their maybe their brains as children were trying to cope with it yeah but i want to know what the fuck was standing and watching them at night (sighs) because i don't know maybe maybe their brains didn't distort the memory and that's exactly what they saw but either way, something was there. Yeah. And that chills me to the bone. I don't like that. I don't like it either. If you have been enjoying this first season of the I'm Scared But I Like It podcast, please consider buying us a coffee. Mm. It's, it's just a little special little treat for us. It keeps things running around here. Uh, you can find the link to our Kofi page in the description, ko-fi.com slash I'm scared, but I like it. On a similar note, this is the second to last episode of the season. There's going to be one more episode coming up after this. It's another different format episode. It's an interview that we are going to be doing around a very creepy story. Uh, check is it, it okay out. To say who it is. Yeah, we may have already said it, but I couldn't remember. Yeah. Just in case we didn't reveal it or you don't remember us revealing it. (laughs) Um, The interview is going to be with my very haunted mom. True. There is a story 
Uh, she has many experiences, the poor thing. But <laughs> there is one story in particular that is just baffling. And that's what we're going to talk yeah. to her about in the next episode. So for the finale of season one, don't miss it. We're very excited. It's going to be – you've heard so many stories from my mom this season. Get to know her. We're going to have a chat with her. We're excited. She's very cute. <laughs> <laughs> She's very, very cute, and I love her very much. I love her too. Oh. Mommy, you are so loved. Well, Chloe. Well, Julianne. That's that. It's time to extinguish the campfire. <laughs> it's time to pack up the the pots and pans. Um, it's, it's wow, it's really good. Foley artist over here. It's time to um, wave goodnight to the woman kayaking in the water, and you know, tuck ourselves into our sleeping bags in the tents. Bye, lady. Bye, Zip. lady. <laughs> love you. <ya. laughs> Ew. Thanks for watching over you. us. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. I think I'm delirious at this point. <laughs> Just random fact, I guess, to end Great. the episode. All right. I guess we'll keep that in there. All Maybe. right. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next. Oh, what? Well, not. Well, we're not going to see or hear you. Well, we can't. Okay, bye. Yeah, next bye. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.